Hey, hey, and welcome back to the show. Tonight, I've got Ruben Pillai on the show. Hey, Ruben. Um, hi there. Thanks so, for having me on. Oh, thank you. Thank you for agreeing. So Ruben has just come off the TEDx Folks and Stage, and we've just had the event um, at the time of recording a couple of weeks ago. So I was super keen to get Ruben on as part of a TEDx uh, Folkestone special season that I'm running on the Emma Clayton Show. So very honoured that you're here. Why don't you give a bit brief introduction to yourself, what it is that you do, the work you do in the world, and um, and we'll come back to your talk and what all that was about. Okay, great. So um, I think like the best way to start is um, to actually mention the talk first because uh, the topic is about stuttering and that's something had to have experience since the age of four and there were points in the podcast and at the convo where I got pause and block etc so um that's a consequence of, of of experiencing it but it's um essentially um a speech impediment and it stops people f from speaking really. Um, I have the words there and the sentence is structured, but um, there are um, a few things stopping me um, from speaking fluently, but like in terms of the work I do, um, Hi, day I work in finance in the banking sector, um, in in uh, the risk area, and um, after work and the weekends I am like a director in a charity, and the actual um, uh, the basis of the charity is to help other people experiencing uh, the same thing with a speech impediment in the workplace. So I could, could ties into. Um, the job as well because I've taken all the experiences from interviews, assessment centres, bad experiences, um, speaking um, it, in uh, the real world and that kind of stuff, and incorporating that in to the charity and and like assisting people. So there are people out there who. They got their BSCs and masters, and 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 and, and uh, they're doctors and dentists, but they experience stuttering and they just can't uh, perform at job interviews. Their confidence is really really bad, and um, and they end up just kind of um, being a fraction of themselves and uh, and other goals and targets so that's kind of the um the brainchild of the charity and it started um in 2018 and um i could actually started just through a whatsapp group oh wow yeah yeah and uh within a few months it grew to about a hundred uh, 
people in the group and um these were people from the rest of the country and the world as well um all different continents um experiences and we actually put the public link of the whatsapp group on to our pages and then um people started asking for help and it was started um by three of us um and my two friends who I met in uh, speech forums and and the speech courses and um it, he just thought like okay so, so um it, he got the group um and it, he ended up starting like a meet up in london Oh, Mm-hmm. 
and actually the bridge potentially being quite vulnerable and maybe crumbling away at any point under your as you walk over and it's like an amazing analogy to go oh god yeah like really start to feel feel into the experience you go through and you talk about obviously the the visible struggle and then this invisible struggle and we were talking just before because even though I don't have that physical um, speech impediment as such I still have had experience of that invisible battle in your mind about actually speaking out and I think many many people will resonate with that as well with that challenge so I loved how you made it so relevant for people and they got something away in terms of you know, how they can help someone that they know with a known speech impediment. So I just want to do, do a nod to your talk. And it's just out there on the YouTube channel now. So you can go and search for Ruben um, on the TEDx YouTube and search for the invisible challenges of stuttering to watch that. And it's three minutes. You had three minutes yeah. to talk about all this. And what fascinated me was you didn't actually stutter in your video recording of it did you no um but there's also like a, um a, that's a consequence of for practicing the speech again and again yeah i was gonna ask and um and um like in terms of like the actual uh the fluency part and the blocking and everything like um um in uh, the past, like there's been times where, like I'm speaking, um, it, to my friends, and like I'm fluent, and then they mention, oh, like your speech is really, really good, like and, and great, and straight afterwards I start blocking because, oh, wow. um, and uh, the point of the talk and all the work we do is just to explain to people that it isn't about a stuttering being bad and the fluency good. And if people start saying, oh, like it sounds great, then it reinforces that fluency is good. But mm. Yeah. Um, and, um, and the consequence of actually um, kind of like being involved in speaking and that kind of stuff is it gets better and better in that stage. But then people start saying, oh, like, like it's good now. But no, 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 um, um, uh, kind of like because of, of the practicing mm-hmm. um, of, of, of a talk, then it becomes a bit more smoother. But in conversation, this isn't practiced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so with that talk, um i so there were there was a period where i practiced it uh maybe 10 times a day and that was like a three-month period on a podcast then i can't do the same thing yeah so like um um it's impossible to transfer that to speaking and in the end as well the point of the talk is it's okay like if if there's a person like uh, experiencing it just they will talk just kind of um um 
be aware that that's the way they talk and it isn't bad or good it's just the way they are yeah yeah absolutely and I wasn't suggesting it was no. you didn't stutter it by the way I guess is there an element of almost shutting off that part of your brain that comes up against these blocks and just going on to this like autopilot like does that happen once you're rehearsed um so there's a few factors there but if you think about it in um at at, at the, the other basic stage when you are um doing a podcast or if you're speaking to people it's a two-way conversation yeah on the stage it's just me so i can yeah. take my time speak and and um there's no questions mm -hmm. so i couldn't have to think on the spot and then yeah. say something so um and um for public speaking in general because i've been like involved in in a toastmasters and that kind of stuff um um a, a long time now just mm -hmm. um um about practicing speaking um um who would cried again and again um that becomes a skill in itself so it's kind of um it's like um it will be separated from a skill of speaking um a, for a person or group of people mm. yeah and like go, it strikes me as incredibly brave to go to something like toastmasters with a speech impediment was it part of your plan to like build that skill and almost put yourself in that uncomfortable position exactly yeah, yeah. And um, I think, um, um, but the first time, um, first time I went actually to um, the club um, was back in 2011, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and I was great and everything. I enjoyed it. But then, um, then uh, the next time, uh, I um, attended a meeting um, was in when P16 and they had that gap um, uh, because of like traveling and that kind of stuff and work and just it was like a side thing but um, I found that like eventually, um, just—that's my fear of speaking. That was turning into a barrier in the workplace. So then, like, I knew that okay, um, um, it's important now um, to break that fear of speaking. Mm. And um, I joined up the club, and like I've been um, um, I'm now um, um, a, for a long time, um, 
Um, I've um, taken part in contests and chaired contests. And I also um, mentor people there as well. Okay, it's amazing. Sutter, but um, they're just there um, for public speaking practice and improvement. Yeah, amazing. Well, I mean, I've considered going to one, and I've kind of not had the courage. So um, I just love it. To be honest, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder. I think there is a local one to us because they're everywhere, aren't they? The Toastmasters. Yeah. Yeah, I must uh, put myself out and get one uh, yeah. if there's a local one um so you must be like incredibly inspiring to many people that do come across your charity or don't have a speech impediment but i would imagine for those that do because you can relate to everything they're going through right um where do you start with someone when you're like taking them under your wing as a mentee and you're helping them through the charity like do you, like what level of depth do you go to in terms of helping them get comfortable with where they're at um the first thing is um to understand about them and their goals especially um other challenges um and um Find out about the environment. Mm. Um, the family environment, the work environment, and that kind of stuff. And then, um, bit by bit, um, we invite people um, to speak up in the forums. Uh, and... Um, then uh, um, um, we encourage them there um, to speak up and share. Mm. In the past, um, we met up with people and um, we do things like um, in uh, the shops in London, he would speak to the shop staff and he practice a few things like um he would um 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 speak to the staff and ask them pull out things and directions and that kind of stuff um day kind of stuff and um some people there that There's an actual fear. Mm. I got speaking to strangers in general, and um, um, it, he's like the first steps. Um, he do practices on the phone as well, um, and then, like, eventually, I encourage them. Um, it, To apply for jobs, mm -hmm. um, then a phone interview, um, the Zoom interview, 
and um, he do practices um, based on like a, the questions there as well. Very cool. I, I, and it's kind of like um, um, it, um, but but the pace of all this um, that depends on the person really, and. Um, um does their pace and ability um who address the fear and that kind of stuff but yeah so cool and uh, do they tend to be younger if you're helping them get into the workplace and stuff or could they be any age actually there's a, there's a mix but A majority of the people are in the twenties and male as well. Okay, cool. That's interesting. And do you have you done like um, your research or your studies around like is there something at the root cause of this? Mm -hmm. At the root cause of uh, of the blocking itself and the struggle to speak, I um um it's actually. Um, a neurological um, predisposition, um, oh, okay. and um, that is kind of the cause of uh, the stuttering um, for um, her children. And in, like in terms of the stats. Um, this actually affects um, ten percent of children. Wow! Yeah, uh, and 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 then a tenth of them um, they take that into their teens and and above, basically. So, um, um. A majority of children experiencing it, um, they grow out of it eventually. Um, but then the problem is, if they don't, then as they get older and their awareness grows, then it starts um, becoming a thing. And, um, the problems with their self-esteem and their confidence and and um uh, they reach that age in the school where it's in, it, it um um it, these small things are picked on and yeah other kids and can be unkind right yeah pretty much for any reason <laughs> yeah so someone that is in a conversation with someone that clearly has a speech impediment, what do they need to do to help the other person? Um, so be patient still. Maintain eye contact um, with the person. Mm -hmm. I could avoid um, hacking your phone or the watch because like, it tells uh, uh, um, the person experiencing the blocks that oh crap time mm -hmm. then time pressure and then just makes uh, it worse. Just, yeah increases 
And the key thing is just don't um, finish off words and sentences because um, um, the first thing is that it's the other person speaking. And the second thing is that I've experienced times where I'm speaking and blocking. And the other person has... um, finished off words and stuff, but it's uh, the wrong thing. Uh, and then like, it's more stressful than saying, no, 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 as in <laughs> at the beginning. And then um, there's been times where I've just been tired and stressed and they finish off the word or sentence. It's the wrong thing, but I'm like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> give up. There'll be things like, um, Say, like, if I was at a restaurant struggling to say something to the waiter, then uh, and uh, the waiter says, Oh, is it this? But it's not that. But I'm like, Yeah, okay, yeah. And, and then you end up just, yeah. So, yeah, leaving it. Mm-hmm. So, just be patient because um, it's just them speaking. And, and like, it's tough, isn't it? Because of the pace of the world and like you used to like just like thinking fast and fast um so it's quite stressful for the person stuttering because every small block just feels like an age because um there's just a drastic change in pace of the conversation yeah um, and i've experienced that as well i can finance at work because it's because of the um just the pace of how people speak is is just really, really fast, and and even in um other restaurants in a bank and Morgate and that kind of and other places there, um, cafes and places like the staff there are just like really, really fast because of the customers and the pace of work and everything, and um, so. Um, like you need that sense of uh, clarity and just that. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in there, and if I block, I'm just gonna pause and take my time and mm. buy the right thing. Yes, yes. I know you you listened to uh, my podcast when it first came out, and I was very grateful for your review. Thank you. Um, and now here we are, and I talk a lot about the inner game, right? in a game that we play to like live our most fully expressed lives as our genuine selves so what does that inner game look like for you I know you've spoken a bit about like how you've developed your confidence in that around actually speaking but is do you have practices that you do do you meditate do you do yoga or something like what are there any things any tools that you have that you haven't mentioned I've got a few things um, are quite personal because um, I, I'm sporty. So um, in uh, the past, I've been Thai boxing, Ike abroad, and um, they were a big part of the, the progress um, because that's intensity of the physical training. Like it changes your thought processes and especially these like intense sports where it isn't like a team sport 
it's just you. There's a constant um, has test of character. Mm. I competed as well, um, and uh, just that process of of experiencing like go to training camp and then the fight day, and then all the nerves on that day and the build up, the weigh in, and then you see that person, and then you go in the ring, and then being able to stay calm in a very stressful environment that can be transferred into like the workplace or if I'm speaking and, and if I'm blocking a lot or um, um, that's that skill. Um, it's um, very transferable. But the training and the fighting now is in the past. Um, um, I train now still and like I run loads. With my runs I do um, about, um, um, I, 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 10 miles. <laughs> and um, as part of the run, like I don't really ha ha have um 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 and the podcasts or and the music as well. Like I run and um those other periods I the processing of all my thoughts and feelings and and the week and like I think through things mm. and um. That's my cleansing period, I call it. And like I sweat out the stress, nice. the mental stress and the physical stress, because yeah. I find that um, um, yeah, the music and podcasts are great, but then I, uh, um, for that period, um, that's a chance to, um, process or all of the baggage and and all the junk and just um a reconcile of the week and the challenges the good things and then take a break afterwards and yeah nice. i can do the rest of the weekend yeah well it's it's more noise isn't it it's more noise in that already busy brain so yeah i hear you um, <clears throat> and so what's what's the vision then for the work you do, for the future, like what would you love to see happen in the world? Like ideally, um, I could be great if if um, I could speak to people and if I'm experiencing a block, they can see that, oh, like, um, that I'm stuttering and they understand the depth of it and they also know the uh, the do's and don'ts that's the basic dream scenario absolutely and I, I i hope that everyone sees your ted talk your tedx folks and talk and you have a podcast as well tell us about the podcast yeah so um i have a podcast where i speak um people experiencing um her own challenges and um 
they talk about the good times and the bad times. Um, and like in terms of guests, like I've had people, Pat Stutter as well. Um, there's um, been fighters, um, bankers. I was a guest I had actually who um, um, with this person hacking um, uh, the Nortines. Um, um he 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 um was a board member um of Pop Bank in Syria and um this was in the midst of weather war with ISIS um they were a target as well and um they they got bombed um Then he spoke about like the challenges and um, and the running of the bank and and the people, the workforce, and at to the end of of the, the podcast, um, he 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 um, then explained that he 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 um, like experiences um. stuttering as well and it was actually scarier speaking on the news about the story than experiencing isis around the corner oh my goodness wow that says a lot <laughs> yeah wow and what's what's the podcast called it's called the on the dog way podcast brilliant i will include the link and to your talk so that the listeners can go up and check that out thank you so much for talking to me tonight Yeah, I can't wait to see where you go next and what you do. Take Thanks. Care. Bye.